Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. This is Walter Matthau, and you're listening to a replay of The Kimmer, the original grumpy old man. Tune into The Kimmer weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 106.7. He's a real schmuck. The number one thing people ask upon meeting the Kimmer yeah, is, yeah. was anyone else injured in the accident? <laughs> the Kimmer Show. On News Wait a Radio minute. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> <The hell? laughs> yeah. All right, look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. It's all going to be fine. Going to do all right here today. 12.04, News Radio 106.7. I got a lot of things going on here today. In fact, some weird stories in the news, which we're going to pass along here almost immediately. But first, this is Chrissy Hind. Well, she's at it again. Uh, we okay over there? Okay. Chrissy Hind is at it again. Chrissy Hind, former lead singer with the Pretenders, is now taking on pop stars, rock star chicks, whom she calls sex workers. Yeah, (laughs) Chrissy Hind just the other day admitted that she was raped once and it was her own fault because she was an idiot. Uh, She claims that if uh, women don't want to be raped, stop dressing slutty and don't wear high heels so you can run away. I mean, (laughs) jeez. She's a mother of two. She said she takes full responsibility for being the victim of a rape by a biker gang when she was high on quaaludes. And now she talks about Miley Cyrus and Rihanna doing a great deal of damage to women, branding them sex workers for selling music by bumping and grinding in their underpants. As she says, these girls are sending the wrong message about people in the way they view sex. She said, I don't think sexual assault is a gender issue. I think it's very much all around us now. It's provoked by this pornography culture, provoked by pop stars who call themselves feminists. Maybe they're feminists. Chrissy Hines in. Maybe they're feminists on behalf of prostitutes, but they're no feminists on behalf of music. If they're selling their music by bumping and grinding and wearing their underwear in video, you're a sex worker. That's all you are. <laughs> Holy smokes! Anyway, Chrissy Hines at it again. All right, look out! It's only the camera. Here we go. Twelve oh six on News Radio one zero six seven. We will have newsmaker lines coming up. Sponsored by the Siding Doctor. 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 And uh, John Boy may pick a song out for us here later today for 1.30 uh, Newsmaker Line song or something. Oh, oh, and don't forget, the Newsmaker Line is going to be having uh, two shows Friday and Saturday, this Friday and Saturday, this weekend, Friday and Saturday night at the Swan Coach House, 8.30. Uh, There are still tickets available for the Friday show. There might be some for the Saturday show. I'm not sure. But, in fact, we're going to give away tickets to go see Jim Gossett, the Newsmaker Line guy, for the Friday night show. Uh, We'll do that... uh, uh, maybe 1230, but we'll just take some calls and give away some tickets. What do you think? 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. All right, here's what's going on, among other things, today in the old uh, Kimmer program. Never fear. It's all going to be fine. A barber outside of Pittsburgh has a barber shop for men. 
He cuts men's hair. They have drinks. They have beer, talk about sports, smoke cigars, whatever. A woman came in, wanted to have him cut her hair, and he said, well, ma'am, I don't really have women's haircuts. I don't have the kind of things that used to cut women's hair. I guess he used more than scissors. I don't know. I mean, I've been, whatever. But he doesn't do women's hair. He's, I cut men's hair, and that's all I do. So she sued, and he got fined. Whoa. Yeah. He got fined. Discrimination, gender discrimination. Did you? I don't know if this is nationwide. Maybe this is a federal law. But in, at least in, in near Pittsburgh, in Pennsylvania, if you're a barber, you are forced to cut women's hair, whether you like it or not. This is just ridiculous. He ought to give her a butch, a butch cut. He should. She say, "Yeah, come on in, sit down. Put the towel around her neck and do the little, the little paper thing around your neck, and then put the cloth down to the barber cloth or around your, over your, cover up your front, and then she got out the buzzer. <laughs> give her a freaking mohawk. Yeah, how do you like yeah. me now? God, chicks, man, chicks. Although I am kind of turned on by a Florida State University co-ed who is suing for the right to take her gun to the football games. <laughs> yeah. Go, baby! <laughs> we are in favor, totally. Also, wait to hear about the steward eye who mocked the couple on the plane of the uh, Norwegian Air shuttle flight from Paris to Stockholm. And the steward eye uh, caught a, a couple in the in the men's or the lavatory having sex. <laughs> so she got on the loudspeaker <laughs> saying she wanted to congratulate the couple reproducing their new baby right here on an airplane today. So. <laughs> and the crowd cheered and whistled. And <laughs> can you imagine? And by the way, uh, uh, late John Boy, if you ever uh, joined the Mile High Club, sir, I have not. You no. have not, Pete Davis. No. Have you no. joined the Mile High Club? Have you, Kimmer? I don't think we need to talk about the Kimmer. I don't think that's really important to you, whether we mention anything about the Kimmer. <laughs> I'm not a man. <laughs> also, Summer Redstone, he's the Viacom executive, one of the richest, uh, most powerful, or used to be the most powerful men in broadcasting and in media in the world. Summer, Sumner Redstone is 92. He's got a 43-year-old girlfriend. He just kicked her out of the house for cheating on him. (laughs) Good for you, Sumner. I mean, don't take that crap off of some chick. She was just after his money anyway. We got sounded when he called her. Oh, we do? Here it is right now. (laughs) And I love this story. I love this story. A a so-called escapeologist. His name is Anthony Britton. He's the third person in a hundred years to try to get out of being buried alive in a coffin underground six feet under. And he said, I can escape this and I'll show you how I can do it. And he almost died. They had to dig him up after nine minutes of suffocating himself in the dirt. <laughs> Why didn't they just leave him there? They should have let He was in the burial. I mean, <laughs> just put a sign up and say, here he is. Anyway, they had to give him oxygen, and he talks about it. But, in fact, he, you may not know this guy, Anthony Britton. You may have heard he tried this once before. Uh, he's an escape artist, and he locked himself in a, in a room with an enraged gorilla. And, well, here's he, he told his friends, you know, let me go through this. Uh, just uh, let me take care of everything. It'll be fine. And this is the actual sound of the event when he tried to pull this off before. No matter what you hear in there, no matter how cruelly I beg you, do not open this door. Get me out. Get me out of here. Get me the hell out of here. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) 
Oh, man, I'm going to have the giggle. I don't, I'm just going to have the giggles all day. I got a bad feeling. It must be the weather. Hill <clears throat> uh, Larry Rodham now says she, the word sorry in relation to the emails. <laughs> That's not going to help you when you're in federal prison. Uh, the bribe for the Freddie Gray family did not riot in Baltimore. I mean, this is this is an appalling story, which we'll talk about later. Marine Corps chicks in combat training, please, you're killing me. Also, uh, let's see, the, the grandpa on the lawnmower did not have a happy ending as he was towing his seven grandchildren behind him on the lawnmower for a little excursion down the road, uh, down the lawn, and mm, not a happy ending. Also, uh, do you know Martin Savage from CNN? He's one of their uh, liberal uh, socialist guys. Well, maybe not that one. Anyway, he just dyed his hair. We just saw him on the TV. He dyed his hair red, dark red, and it looks like he got either Botox or facelift or something. I mean, he looks like an idiot. All of a sudden, he, and, and he forgot to dye the bottom part. So it just, oh, God. I mean, why, Don't look at me. I'm <laughs> Why do they do that? Uh, let's see. Also, Pete the Dreamer. We no no we got to talk about this because I think you're I think I think I know what happened and you disagree. Pete's got a dream. We'll share the dream in a second here on uh, News Radio 1067. A news break line's coming up and all it goes. All right, it's twelve 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 twelve. I like big butts. Look out! Oh wait a minute! I never said that. I like big butts. Look out! But first, you're having an express loop. <laughs> I like big butts. Look out. Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Here we go. This is Raymond <laughs> Burr. And now here's your host yeah. who wants to know yes. is it wrong for a man to volunteer for a full cavity search even when he isn't under arrest? No, I don't think so. Here he is, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. I like big butt. Look out. Ah, you can't get away with anything with anything with this crew of degenerates and <laughs> juvenile delinquents. <laughs> You number one, me love you a long time. That'll be two dollars. Uh, it's the only good thing about Vietnam. All right, never mind. Twelve twenty, twelve twenty. Twelve twenty. It's only the camera. News Radio one zero six seven. Big butts. All right. A couple of birthdays. Actor Hugh Grant is fifty five today. Who will go down? I'll pitch on his epitaph. They're going to do the story about him getting caught with a hooker in the in the car. I mean, it's just you can never get away from it. Hugh Grant, fifty-five. Uh, the magnificent dish, Rachel Hunter, is forty-six. The model, and uh, the hideous Adam Sandler is forty-nine. He's only done one funny thing in his life, and that was the uh, Jewish song, the Hanukkah song. What is what is he? What did you do there? Made you laugh? Happy Gilmore. Yeah, Happy Gilmore. Definitely. Well, that was a, that was a good Parker? movie, but I'm not sure he was. Oh, okay. Well, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Adam Sandler's 49. Okay, we'll we'll go with that. I, I can I can stand. When he right. fought Bob Barker. Well, that, that was, was funny. <laughs> yeah, you want a piece of me? I want the whole thing. <laughs> well, Bob Barker was the funny part of it because it was Bob Barker. And, I, and you know my famous Bob Barker story about the kid in the audience. But <laughs> 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 the baby started screaming. I was in a taping of the, of the truth or was it to. What the hell was the show? Is it Truth or Consequences? Truth or consequences? Yeah, right. and uh, I was in the audience. It was on, I was actually on stage uh, in the taping of it, and a baby started crying, and he said, "Cut! 
Hold everything. Get that. I can't work without crying, baby. What's the matter? Get that baby. I got that kid out of here. So I thought, wow, Bob Barker. You man. Oh, dude, that was good. <laughs> yes, another Kimmer flashback <laughs> here on News Radio 1067. Okay, let's solve this now. Right, and I got to. Oh, I tell you what. 1230, I'll give away two tickets. And I'll give away uh, two tickets three times today. To the Friday night show of Jim Goss at the Newsmaker Line Guy at Swan Coach House, 830. I've got two tickets for the Friday night show, not now, but at 1230, 844-404-1067. Okay, dream. Now, we got. We, I have the topics, have the issues. We'll talk about the barber and the fine. Uh, we'll talk about uh, relationship. Well, you got the whole deal. But the dream thing, you told me, Pete Davis, yes, sir. about a, a dream that you had, which you thought was extremely ironic. And I have an explanation that you don't believe. Go ahead. Tell it was the extremely story. long. I was traveling around. I was going around. the. This street. is his dream now. A dream. Very long dream. Streets of Alpharetta. I, literally, I drove there. I got out. I walked around. I stood around. I thought about some things. And I, it was not a pleasant dream, really, yeah. for some reason. That not was, a nightmare, but just not a good, yeah, a, a not bad a good dream. dream. And I was sitting there thinking, this isn't a good dream. And I, like, narrated my own dream. Well, don't worry, because you're about to wake, and the alarm went off. Uh. And it's happened Woo. before. It's happened before where it said, oh, don't worry about this, because you're you're going to get up, right, blank, and the alarm will go off. It's happened several times. Okay. I'm telling you this right now. Okay. That was not the sequence of what happened. Most dreams, if you have a dream that goes on and on and on and on and on, probably lasts 20 seconds. You think it goes longer, but your mind is playing a game with you, and you think it goes forever and ever and ever. But I'll tell you, dreams, most dreams are very short, even the ones that just don't stop in your mind. And I'll bet you what happened was the alarm clock went off, and in the split infinity of piece of a second between your brain reacting to the sound of the alarm... You made yourself into a dream sequence to dream that whole thing to time when the alarm went off. You you led up to it uh, in the in the infinitesimal infinitesimal part of a second. It would have to be Be instantaneous, right? Exactly. That's what I'm telling you. That's how fast your brain works. That's what I I guarantee you. There's no way that you could have talked yourself in the dream and timed it for when your alarm went off because your body clock wouldn't know the exact split second the alarm was going off. <laughs> I'm an educated man. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you. I guarantee that's the truth. Right. I guarantee you that's the All truth. Right. And if we have any dream experts, uh, they will tell you your dreams that you think. In fact, I had one two nights ago. Okay. Oh, God. It was a, one of the best dreams I've had in years. Okay. And unfortunately, I woke up out of it, and I kept trying to go back and get it up and get it the dream again. Well, no, no, it's out of context. I tried to get the, to get the dream back up into my brain. There, see, is what I was. <laughs> and it never works. You can never go back to. It. Isn't that a shame? You ought to be. Oh, stop the <laughs> bumping and grinding, <laughs> degenerates. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. And I tried to get the dream back. (laughs) Well, now you're just being mean. (laughs) And it never works. Plenty of other interesting things you can do. Have you ever tried marijuana? (laughs) No, no. I had nothing to do with any uh, (laughs) strange substances of any kind. I promise you. Uh, anyway, all right, but that's true. If you're a dream expert, you can help by tell Pete. Also coming up, <laughs> I have never heard of the columnist Celia Rivenbark, and I don't know what, I, I guess she's from Wilmington, North Carolina, so she's in the South. I've never heard of her, but I like her, and wait do you, wait do you hear the column that she wrote concerning a woman in Florida 
who caused a two-car wreck because while she was driving, she was also uh, giving herself a bikini shave while she was driving. And the even more idiotic part of it is she asked her husband to steer the car in the passenger seat while she was shaving her parts. And her ex it was her ex-husband in the front passenger seat. She asked her ex-husband to steer the car so she could concentrate on her bikini shaving. And the reason she did it was because she was on the way to a date. What? Yeah. Her ex-husband in the car holding the steering wheel so she could shave herself before she got to her date. And her ex-husband's driving the car for her. But this columnist, wait do you hear about this? Absolutely hysterical. All right, and also, um, all right, we got a billion things here to tell you about. We'll talk about the bribes in Baltimore. We'll talk about chicks in combat for the Marines. A, a, a camera woman in Hungary just got fired from her publication because she was caught kicking the migrants trying to get across the border. <laughs> and by the way, that video is just still breaking my heart. I mean, those kids screaming and scared. Oh, man, it's just heartbreaking. All right, we got all this stuff. 1227 and news lines coming up to sponsored by the Siding Doctor on News Radio 1067. Hello, my name is Jarnak, Jarnak. The, magnificent. the Magnificent, and this portion of our show is yeah. brought to you by Jumbo Shrimp. Jumbo Shrimp. <laughs> How would you introduce Chris Christie to Rand Paul? <laughs> Jumbo meat shrimp. And now here's your host, yeah. Charlton Heston. Well, no, you're so very close there, man. Very, very close. All right, got to give away tickets. Uh, two tickets for Friday night show with Jim Gossett, the Newsmaker Live. Right now, here we go. We don't smoke marijuana. Here's our number, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. Two tickets to the News Megaline Show Friday night at the Swan Coach House at 830. It's going to be a lot of fun. 844-404-1067. News Megaline coming right up. This is Merle Haggard, who says contemporary country music is horrible these days. He says, I can't even tell what they're doing. They're talking about uh, messing around on a pickup truck tailgate. I find no substance. I don't find anything you can whistle. Nobody even attempts to write a melody. It's more of that kid's stuff. It's hot right now, but it's cooling off. He says he only likes one guy named Sturgill Simpson. The rest of them sound like a bunch of crap. <laughs> we got Chrissy Hine coming out with her comments. And uh, and, and, and Keith Richard just came on and said, <laughs> said uh, crap and, and the horrible with the Beatles. And, and the rap, rap, the rap music is unlistenable. It's just stone, tone-deaf junk. And everything. Unbelievable. And Merle says, I didn't even like Johnny Cash. I thought he was corny until Merle Haggard went to prison at San Quentin. And Johnny Cash showed up in 1958 to do a performance at San Quentin. One of his songs is based on that. And he said he came in there. He'd been shouting in San Francisco, blowing out his voice, couldn't talk above a whisper, and still waylaid that crowd of 5,000 prisoners. He says, I'll always remember how he was able to pull that off. Merle Haggard. Says, most music is a bunch of crap. 1237. Hey, hold everything. We'll give you your tickets. But first, it's the Newsmaker Line. Let's see who's on the old Newsmaker Line. Uh, good afternoon. Hello, who is this? <laughs> hey, it's Charlton Heston. Mr. Heston. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> I saw where Chrissy Hine called Miley Cyrus nothing more than a two-bit sex worker. Sex worker, yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, Miley became so mad she hit Chrissy over the head with a bag of quarters. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
too I big. I said cheap. Hit her over the head with it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're young on that rim shot, boy. <laughs> that is as late as you are to work most days. <laughs> <laughs> the late John boy. Hey, I'll be there at 9. Shows up at 20 after 10. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I'll be there at 9 Pacific Standard Time. God bless you. Thank you. Well, now it's time for a visitor from the East, the amazing Charnack the Magnificent. Charnack the Magnificent, sir. The answer is Queen Elizabeth and Ted Koppel. Queen Elizabeth and Ted Koppel. Name two people who've spent most of their lives on the throne. (laughs) (laughs) This is constipation. (laughs) The Queen just set a record for longest reigning monarch today, so there you go. 63 years. 63 years right on the throne. (laughs) Crystal Palin. And Emory University. Crystal Palin and Emory University. Name two things that produce a lot of little bastards. (laughs) (laughs) Knights in white satin. Knights in white satin. What is song has Paula Dean chosen for Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> <laughs> Knights in white satin with a torch in their hands. Come over for dinner and bring the whole clan. <laughs> I hold in my hand, ladies and gentlemen, the final album. Oh, finally. Thank you. Oh, thank yeah. you, Lord. May Prince Shimbo use your toy poodle for a pooch kick. Oh, oh, oh man. <laughs> He scores! It's good! The answer is Susan Smith and Henrik Stetson. Susan Smith and Henrik Stetson. Two people who were heard to say that baby's wet. (laughs) Oh, oh, God! Oh, yeah! Oh, man! (laughs) You see... He was a golfer. He left his short in the water. <laughs> Put a ball in the water, and she had her two kids in the water. Oh, my God. God. I don't even want to remember that one. Thank you so much. Better never than late, right? Sharnak, <laughs> the magnificent. Thank you so much, sir. Ay, ay, ay. Look out. It's only the Kimmer, 1240 on News Radio 1067. Let's give away some tickets. Uh, Pete, pick a number, and we'll see, uh, and we'll give away some tickets. Here is Sandy, Sandy on News Radio 1067. Hello, Sandy. Hi, how about number four? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> we're not doing numbers, but I'll tell you what we'd really like to do. Uh, for two tickets to go see this, uh, the newsmaker line, Jim Gossett, a Friday night show, Friday night, 830, Swan Coach House, upstairs. Uh, t- give me your favorite newsmaker. Who's your favorite newsmaker line character? Do you have one? Uh, Who do you like? Charlton it Heston. Charlton. Uh, give me your give me your best Charlton Heston line. I I I, I don't know. Well, <laughs> when he when he calls in and I answer the phone, what's the first thing he says? Uh, um, Hello. Oh. <laughs> that's right that's what he says oh, okay well there, there you got it all right yeah see what a hard contest this is all right hold on we'll put you on hold sandy you got two t- oh heartbreaker no no, no no we got two tickets for the friday night show in fact i'll tell you what let's take another we'll give away two more just for the heck of it here i pick uh, another jim. line here's jim on news radio 1067 hello jim hello hi uh, who's your favorite newsmaker line character al sharpton al sharpton do you do any al sharpton for me yeah, this is Al Sharpton. 
I'm here doing this thing for the uh, uh, NAACP. <laughs> all right, not bad. Oh, I was, all you have to say is blueberry pie. Blueberry. Be fine. All right, Hangman, we got two sets of tickets to give away. Thanks, Jim. Oh, Heartbreaker. No, no, Jim and Sandy on News Radio 106.7. And we'll give away uh, more tickets at one thirty. If you'll remind me, we'll do that at one thirty. All right, 1242. Oh, if you haven't heard the latest ad for the NRA from Marcus Luttrell... You're in for a nice treat coming up in a couple of minutes. 12.42 now with the Kimber. You make me sick. You make me want to puke. But I'm really glad you called Bernie and try to call back again because it's always a pleasure. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Who was that guy? The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio. Uh, look out. Look out. Greetings, citizens of Atlanta. <laughs> it's me, Adam jump. West, Batman. And <laughs> yes, this portion of our show is brought yes. to you by <laughs> the, Riddler. Oh, the Riddler. Riddle me this, Batman. <laughs> what do leaves and the Kimmer have in common? What do leaves and the Kimmer have in common? <laughs> They're two things that'll be gone by November. <laughs> <laughs> and now, here's your host for the time being, yeah, Jim Peters. Riddle this, all right. <laughs> 12.50, how's it going? We're in a goofy mood here. For some, This is a weird day today. You're just going to have to bear with us, I hope, anyway. It's only me. She's a good This was a day in 1996. Tom Petty's wife, Jane, filed for legal separation after 22 years of marriage, citing the old favorite irreconcilable differences. He hated her and she hated him. <laughs> anyway, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, free fallen baby, and uh, John Hamm, the uh, the lead from Mad Men, just got divorced after eighteen or twenty years of marriage. Yeah, yeah. And he, I, in fact, I just saw the movie The Town was on again the other night, which I, I always, when that's on, I always DVR it so I can play back the parts I like. You ever see that movie? Ben Affleck in it. Ben Affleck, that's a good movie. yeah, it's, and Jeremy Renner, and it's a it's a very don't don't watch the TBS version because they cut everything. I no no, I'm not going to tell the plot. I'm not going to tell the plot, uh, but it, it, it's a it's a violent, powerful movie. Uh, but don't see it on TBS because they edit all this. And they had, you know it's no good edited. But if you see it on its own, the town is I, I like it. I thought it, was, it got like one star on the that rating system or yeah. Or maybe two, but I mean, I thought it was a really good movie. It was just on the other night, and that's why I remember saying that. Okay, look up. And, and John Hamm uh, played an FBI agent. And a great, he's a good actor. He, he really played a good role. He did it well. All right, look up. A couple of birthdays. Uh, remember Angela Cartwright? Originally from the old Danny Thomas show, she was a little girl daughter, and then uh, Lost in Space, where she is more known for her roles in Lost in Space. Angela Cartwright, 63 today. Man, that's just. Time goes by. And you know the little boy on E.T., Henry Thomas, played little kid on E.T.? 44 today. <laughs> Unbelievable. And Michelle Williams uh, from uh, Dawson's Creek and Brokeback Mountain, among other things, is uh, Michelle Williams, 35 today. And by the way, did you ever see the movie Dick? No. Uh, the, oh, if you, ever, if you have a chance to see it, no, it's, it's Dick, and it's about the Nixon uh, Watergate scandal, but it's from the standpoint of two little girls, two young teenage girls who become his friends in the White House and accidentally kind of are responsible for the Watergate scandal unfolding. And one of the stars is Michelle Williams. And it's called Dick, D-I-C-K, Dick, and it's it's a satire on the Nixon years in the Watergate scandal. And her her other co-star with Michelle Williams is that uh, that hot blonde with the crooked teeth from Spider-Man. Um, 
the Spider-Man girl, the one of the first Spider-Man crooked Kirsten teeth. Dunst. Kirst, Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, if you ever have a chance to see it, it's pretty, pretty amusing. All right, I got 12.52. It's only the Kimmer News Radio 106.7. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. We got your topics. We got your issues. You're going to hear some sound bites. And I've got, wait till you hear the ad for the NRA, which I'll play for you in just a moment. But first, I think we have something special lined up here. I'm saying, yes, it's in a, the Newsmaker line. Let's see who's on the old Newsmaker line. Uh, good afternoon. This is Gwinnett County. <laughs> when young punks try to off their parents, that's where I come in. My name's Friday. I'm a cop. Say <laughs> Jack Webb, Sergeant Friday. How's it going, sir? Well, my partner and I responded to a 911 call out in Gwinnett County, Kimmer, where yes, Christopher and Cameron Urban attempted to stab, shoot, and strangle their parents wow. last night. Brutal. Yeah. You know, Joe, the neighbors heard the whole thing, but nobody called it in, if you can believe that. What do you mean they didn't call it in? Well, when they heard screams of, look, he's got a knife, he's got a gun, they thought the family was watching a movie, you know. Talking back to the screen. Oh, man. Look, he's putting Xanax in the food, you know. <laughs> <laughs> look out behind you. <laughs> I hear Lyle and Eric Menendez are fit to be tied, you know, that camera. I didn't hear that, sir. Well, they say the Irvin brothers are giving daddy death and mom murder a bad name, you know. Oh, I mean, they really parents. wanted to get par- their rid of their parents, Joe. They went about it the wrong way, in my opinion. What do you mean the wrong way? Well, they should have hired Victor Hill to shoot the parents. It was in Gwinnett. I'm sure DA Danny Porter would have let him off with only a warning, you know. He shoots a woman in the stomach and gets to go to Israel, whatever the hell that's all about. Man. I think you're getting off on a tangent. Wow. <laughs> well, I see where a man, the FBI, wearing an FBI hat, calling yeah. himself Gary from Marietta, yeah. as wanted for sexual assault of a woman in last month's Dragon Con convention. Dragon Kimmer. Con, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, the man obviously wasn't an actual attendee of Dragon Con since he showed interest in a woman. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> He wasn't wearing a pocket protector, and he had no resemblance whatsoever to Clark Howard, so they can rule him out as a attendee. <laughs> While a mother in Houston dropped her two kids off at a fire station, she said she never, ever wanted to see him again. Yeah. The woman really didn't want to see her kids again. She should have dropped them off over there at Bright Achievers Daycare Center, where they where they smother the kids with affection. You know? Oh, man. You know, Bright Achievers just bought a 100 of those Ikea mattresses for kids that catch fire for no reason. <laughs> I mean, why not, Joe? They have the Casey Anthony seal of approval. And, oh, man. Well, I think we better go on that one. Well, but golly, Sergeant Friday, the at the risk of offending our buddy Nick, who hears the Kimmer often on the program. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't want to do this one now. Well, no, but let's try one more time. Before you go, I know you have a reputation as a real ladies' man, and I have no skills with the ladies. Is there anything you say or you tell me I could say but to help a woman, you know, kind of making love and stuff with a lady, anything at all? Well, I've never shared this secret to my sex life with anybody but Nick Howard, who's going to call and complain. <laughs> when I'm making a look love to a woman, I look her right in the eye and I say, you want to slow it down, man? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joe, I don't think Nick Howard's ever heard of this one. You know what Herman Cain says? What's that, sir? You sure you, sure you ain't no cop? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what Shannon Sharp says? No, sir. 
Let me put it this way. Let me put it that way. Let me put it this way. Thank you so much, boys. Always you an see, honor. No, nobody called because they thought they were watching a movie and talking back when they said he's got a <laughs> knife, he's got a gun. And behind he's in room. the closet. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> Thank you so much, boys. Always glad to help. (laughs) My pleasure, sir. Uh, Deuce Radio 1067. Holy moly, now we've done it. Coming up next, the NRA ad that you don't want to miss from a hero. And we could use even more. 1257, it's only the camera on News Radio 1067. Before you leave for your long-awaited trip to Europe, Africa, or Alpharetta, make sure you make your way to showcase photo and video and see John Williams and the team. Not only are they Atlanta's premier authorized dealer for Nikon, Canon, Sony, Panasonic, Fiji, Blackmagic Design, Olympus, and more, the Showcase School remains a pioneer in field of adult photography education. Located at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, call them today. Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer, 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676 or showcaseinc.com. This is Jackie Mason, and you are listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. You could just listen to the good parts, you know, if there were any. Anyway, tune into the Kimmer Monday through Friday, noon to three on News Radio 1067. The Kimmer isn't himself today. Well, not we today. We notice the improvement immediately. <laughs> the Kimmer Show on <laughs> Thank News you. Radio 1067. Oh, mercy! All right, coming up, you'll hear a really cool ad for the NRA. And Newsbreaker Line, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Also, the remnants of Wayne No Offenses effect on Christian academies. They've struck again. Coming up, but first, Survivor, the band, is not very happy that this song, Eye of the Tiger, the Rocky theme, was used in the rally for Kim Davis yesterday in Grayson, Kentucky, when she got out of jail. And by the way, how cheesy was that whole event? Uh, Mike Huckabee emceed it, and he's saying, And now, the woman you love, the woman you need, Kim Davis! Oh, God, it was just, oh, it was like he was an MC at a carnival barker contest. Oh, it was brutal. Anyway, Survivor is ticked off, and they say, no, we did not grant Kim Davis any rights to my tune. The band wrote on their Facebook page, I would not grant her rights to Charmin. (laughs) To use Charmin, the bathroom tissue. Come on, Mike, you're not the Donald, but you can do better than that. See you really soon. The post signed by the front man for Survivor Frankie Sullivan. And uh, it's possible they could sue. Anyway, oh, and by the way, there was I was watching uh, uh, the uh, Count Megan Kelly uh, file, and she made a good point in one of her guests about the Kim Davis case in Kentucky, the clerk, the uh, court clerk who would not issue gay wedding licenses, and then went to jail and then got out. But her point was, she said something that really struck home, and I hadn't thought about it. She said, for example, what happens if there's a Muslim who is a clerk of a court? Got elected, which could happen. I mean, a guy could be a Muslim and be elected or, or appointed, whoever, a clerk of a court, district court, whatever. And let's say the Muslim who believes in his Muslim religion, therefore believes that it would be wrong for him to issue a license to a Muslim marrying a Christian. And he would refuse. So now what are we supposed to do? 
I mean, it's yeah. just, it, one leads to another. If you do, and now they're talking. There are actually candidates talking about changing the constitution or changing laws. I mean, it's just it's just getting stupid. I mean, it's just getting ridiculous. Well, yeah. And by the way, I mean, well, the whole thing just made me cringe. Uh, very bizarre. All right, eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. Now, I don't know whether you've heard this or not, but you're about to if you haven't. Remember Marcus Luttrell, the lone survivor, a movie based on his exploits as a Navy SEAL. Well, here's what he's up to now. I know you're watching, so pay attention. You hate my freedom, my religion, and my country. You hate me for speaking my mind. You try to control me with violence and intimidation. You think you can muzzle me with fear? Don't ever confuse me for my politicians or my media. I am an American, free-born and free-bred, and I will call you out for who you are, an Islamic extremist who would kill me for my beliefs. You don't intimidate me. My freedom is more powerful than anything you can possibly do, and I will never, never surrender my rights to your terror. I will say what I think, worship according to my beliefs, and raise my children how I see fit. And I defend it all with the Second Amendment to the Constitution of the United States. I cower to no one because I am the National Rifle Association of America and I am freedom's safest place. Marcus Luttrell, lone survivor, American warrior, and hero. And makes you want to join the NRA. I mean, uh, isn't it the NRAA? NRAA, National Rifle Association um, of America? It might be. But isn't it funny? We only call it the NRA. Right. I think it is of America. I think it is actually another word on there. Uh, anyway, I thought you might enjoy that. I certainly did. I just got an email from Mark Huffstetler, one of our Kimmer listeners, who's uh, invited us to go to a Facebook page about a five-year-old boy and a Christian academy. So we did. And, Mark, thank you so much for pointing it out to us. Here we go. A guy named Jay Gardena used to be married to Jenna Jameson. You know who that is? Jenna Jameson is a famous porn star. Now, I don't know whether she's still active in the industry. She's kind of getting a little long in the tooth. Why don't we check that out, Pete? (laughs) You better use your personal computer. (laughs) Human Resources has a link to all our hookups here. (laughs) So, Anyway, Jenna Jameson, who used to be, or maybe still is, a porn star, very well-known porn star. Uh, She may have been one of Charlie Sheen's uh, hangers-on, I think, along with... uh, Lexi Bell or uh, Brie Olson, all those guys. Anyway, Jenna Jameson was his wife. Jay Gardena's his name. He used to run a porn company years ago, and then he's moved on. He's married to another woman. They have two kids, and they're starting a new company selling an award-winning energy drink called NoHo, which is a hangover prevention tool. Well, imagine his surprise when he and his wife applied for their five-year-old son, Jaden, to go to an Arizona private Christian school with three nephews already going there. In fact, he says, uh, three nephews go to the school, two graduated with top honors, along with my son. I went through the full interview process. They started in December, had plenty of time to do some background. I went through the application at the Scottsdale Christian Academy, which cost $10,000 tuition, and he just got an email saying Jaden could not attend after all. Quote, unfortunately, after a final review during our admission process, we are now unable to provide admission. It has been brought to our attention that due to the lines of business that your family is or was in would violate these foundational critical issues of our academy. Uh, The the academy rules and the foundational issues include legal vices, including gambling, tobacco, and alcohol. Uh, They say admission is a privilege as a private Christian school that has higher standards, and by sending children there, parents are agreeing they share the same standards. He says, I'm shocked. I can't believe it. I didn't think it would be an issue. 
Uh, so they're scrambling to find another school that'll take their kid because the year's already begun. I mean, just, this is last minute. All of a sudden, they say your kid's not coming here, and they're also suing the school. Uh, which had not returned their $10,000 tuition. Oh, and our buddy Mark uh, Huffstetler says, doesn't that sound a little bit like Wayne No Offense? Yeah. Now, if you're a new Kimmer listener, Wayne No Offense was my uh, former longtime producer across the street in radio. Pete and I worked with him for 15 years or whatever. And he uh, had two daughters, and when he wanted to send his firstborn daughter to the Cherokee Christian Academy, Cherokee County Christian Academy here, uh, they wrote him a letter. They actually put this in writing. God, I'd pay anything if we had a, still had a copy of it. They put in writing to Wayne, no offense, saying, uh, we cannot allow your daughter, who was at the time five or six or whatever, uh, to go to kindergarten. We cannot allow your daughter to go to kindergarten because you work with Kim Peterson. And that I am such a degenerate and such a, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't even remember the words, but I was, I was just such a, a uh irresponsible, uh, dirty, foul-mouthed, degenerate louse that because he worked with me, they wouldn't let his daughter into the Cherokee Christian Academy. I mean, because he worked with me. I mean, that's unbelievable. And that's when the Newsmaker Line guy, I wet my pants the first time Jim Gossett said this on one of his Newsmaker Lines, when he said said the Cherokee Christian Academy, I said, yeah, don't they have a theme song over there? Jesus loves the little children, except this one and those two over there. (laughs) And that's a true story, absolute true story. And now it's happening again. But it's a private school. They can do what they want. Well, it looks like Jenna Jameson is out of porn. Yeah. She's in a movie right now called Limelight, and her character's name is Scarlett Peters. <laughs> I don't think she's really out of porn, is she? <laughs> <laughs> Scarlett Peters. I don't even want to know. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But I got a feeling we're going to find out. One twelve, and I kept trying to go back and get it up. And get it know, we're talking about a dream. It was a dream. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. All right, look out now. Hi, I'm Randy <laughs> Travis, Randy, and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show yes, is. is brought to you by Alcoholics Anonymous. All right, sir. It's great. I still drink. I just use a different name. <laughs> and now here's your interim host, no, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. <laughs> Here we go. 119, and it's only me. You know I can be found. This was the day. Sit home all alone. 1956. Elvis Presley made the first of his three appearances on the Ed Sullivan Show. The Ed Sullivan Hour was a Sunday night staple that everybody watched for years and years and years. 1956, Elvis' first time on the show. He sang this song, Don't Be Cruel. Love Me Tender, Hound Dog, and Ready Teddy. Don't be cruel. And he never amounted to anything. It's incredible. It was his only apparent performance. Tremendous. He just lost track of him. <laughs> never recorded another song. Uh, oh, a couple of birthdays here. Uh, you know the actor Topol, If I Was a Rich Man, da, da, Fiddler on the Roof. Topol is still going strong. He's 80 today. And Eric Stone Street, the uh, large of the gay guy actors on Modern Family, is 44 today. There you are. Oh, God, it's one of the camera 120, News Radio 1067, 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. By the way, at 1.30, <clears throat> not now, but at 1.30, I, have two t- I gave away four last time, so I've only got two left for today. I'll give away two more tickets to the Friday night appearance of Jim Gossett, the Newsmaker Line guy, 
this Friday. He's on Friday and Saturday night at the uh, Swan Coach House, 830. Uh, Going to be upstairs this time. A little more room would be kind of fun. It would be cool. I'll be there Saturday night. And there, I'm, I'm not sure if there are tickets still available for Saturday night, but you can check out at ComedyAtlanta.com. ComedyAtlanta.com. I see about tickets. And I got two to give away for the Friday night show at 830, uh, which I'll do at 130 now right now. All right, to the phones. Here's Roger on News Radio 1067. Newsmaker Line's coming up. Hello, Roger. Welcome, sir. Thank you, sir. Can you explain to me why the woman who is the clerk that refuses to issue marriage licenses ran for office if she knew that she wouldn't do what was required of her job? Well, I, I, I can only think that she never in a million years thought that she'd ever have to be required to do something she didn't believe in uh, in her heart or because of her religion. Because remember, it was only recently that the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that gay marriage is legal in America, and that was never the case before. And I don't know whether she had a problem with interracial marriages yes, or she did. She did ra- and, well, now, see, if, if she knew that, if, if she had a problem before with interracial marriages, then she never should have run for the job knowing that she wouldn't be able to fulfill it. So, I mean, she, she never should have taken the job. And right now, she should quit. She should not. If she can't do the job that she was hired to do and get money to, paid to do the job, then she shouldn't do it. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to be a real idiot not to know that gay marriage was in the forefront of discussion. Well, I guess she is a real idiot. <laughs> well, well, all right. Thanks, Roger. I'm not sure. I mean, and I'm a little nervous that people are shaming her now because she's, well, she's been married four times and she had two kids out of wedlock. They asked her point blank, what about interracial marriage? She goes, between a man and a woman? They said, yeah. And she goes, no. <laughs> yeah. But, but again, so she should have known that she'd have to do something that she didn't believe in. But that's got nothing to do with it. You don't get to pick it. If, again, if, if, if that clerk had been a Muslim and a Muslim guy and a Christian woman walked in to get a marriage license, a Muslim would say, no, I'm not giving you a license. And they say, wait a minute. We're, we're, you know, we're 21 years old or 18 or whatever it is. We can do it. No, you can't do it because he didn't believe in his religion. It's just wrong. You can't do that. That's not the way we operate. Oh, by the way, wait to hear what Donald Trump's got going for a CNN. He's, he's, he's holding them up, basically. It's going to be really cool. If, he, if, if they don't give money, he's not showing. I'll come it up first. It's the Newsbreaker Line. Let's see who's on the old Newsbreaker Line. Good afternoon. Friends, this is Larry King <laughs> with an important message from Sunsoil. Hey, Larry, welcome. How's it going? Do you find yourself complaining of stiff joints? <laughs> I know I don't. Not at my age. <laughs> no arthritis for you, Larry. Hey, mind your own business, son. So let's <laughs> get personal. <laughs> hey, I got a joke for you. All right, sir. Here's Larry with the joke. Okay, this Jew, this Catholic. No, whoa, whoa, no, no. I don't think we can do that, sir. How many Rock 100 uh, morning show staffers does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know, sir. I don't. At least eight more than you really need. <laughs> <laughs> big studio. Well, have you got a problem with that? <laughs> well, as you mentioned, County Clerk Kim Davis up there in Kentucky yeah, yeah. is relieved to have regained the freedom, Kimmer. Yeah, freedom, yes, sir. Well, not total freedom. There is that invisible fencing that keeps her from wandering over to the neighbor's y- yard and stuff, you know. Oh, I mean, oh, oh, man. John Boy right. knows what I'm talking about. He's, <laughs> he lost three girlfriends before he bought invisible fencing. Oh, they just wandered off. <laughs> Especially in the spring, you know. Chasing rabbits or something. I don't know. <laughs> but it has to be a relief, seriously, for yes. Kim Davis to yeah. be back home, you know, yeah, back home. sleeping under her own bed, eating out out of a bowl with her own name on it, you know. I mean, <laughs> 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 
that going for man, him. which is nice. <laughs> well, the Census Bureau's come out with their annual list of the most popular baby names. Yeah, popular baby names. Yeah, for girls, it's Emma and Olivia. Okay. The least popular baby girl names for 2015 are Ashley and Madison. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that uh, wife of that Ashley Madison subscriber, Hall County Commissioner Jeff Stowe, yeah, his wife's going to be on my podcast tonight. She's written a new book, Kimmer. Oh, what's the new book, Sherrod? Men are from Mars, my husband's a penis. <laughs> I guess she's not uh, buying the curiosity story. <laughs> yeah, wink, wink. just curious, honey. <laughs> Larry King, see you tonight, all four of you. Thank you to Larry King with a carrot. Thank you, Larry. Always an honor. <laughs> the great one. Rochester, you're on. Syracuse, you're on here. Unbelievable. All right, uh, thank you, Larry. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Coming up, the Donald and CNN, and I wonder whether he's going to be able to pull this off. Uh, we'll, t- we'll do that right after the 12. I'm giving away tickets, uh, two tickets Friday night show at 1.30, 844-404-1067. And we'll talk about the Donald and his uh, threat and demand of CNN. Extortion. Extortion, basically. Yeah, absolutely. And I wonder whether, what do you think? I wonder if he can pull it off. We'll find out. Uh, also, more about um, uh, Hillary and her. Well, I'll play this for you now. If you haven't heard, uh, Hillary Rodham Rodham has now actually used the word sorry uh, when she was talking about her uh, email scandal. In retrospect, certainly, as I look back at it now, even though it was allowed, I should have used two accounts, one for personal, one for uh, work-related emails. Uh, that was a mistake. I'm sorry about that. I take responsibility. Now, what does that mean, she takes responsibility? And she said, I'm sorry about that. Her advisors have now overturned everything. She has now has a complete change in strategy. They're trying to make her more friendly, happy, and uh, lovable and spontaneous, and and she even pretended to be upset about her dead mother. As as you probably know, my mother had a terrible childhood. She was abandoned by her parents. She was rejected by her grandparents. She was literally working as a housemaid at the age of 14. And she told me every day, you've got to get up and fight for what you believe in, no matter how hard it is. And I think about her a lot. I miss her a lot. I wish she were here with me. And I remember that. And I don't want to just fight for me. I don't... I mean, I can have a perfectly fine life not being president. I'm going to fight for all the people like my mother who need somebody in their corner. And they need a leader who cares about them oh, again. I, I'm, honestly, I'm going to throw up right here in the studio. This is just appalling. Absolutely appalling. But it does show her human side. In fact, for just a brief moment, when I heard those comments last night, I wanted to put my lips on that big fat neck and give her some little butterfly kisses. 120. <laughs> Hello, old dear. Bullwinkle here. Hi, Bullwinkle. And this portion of our show is brought to you by. Yes, sir. Yes. Enter as often as you like. Enter as often as you like. What does it say on Miranda Lambert's bedroom door? Oh, yeah. And now here's your host, the Kimmer. Yeah. Look out. This is for you, baby boomers. You millennials call your grandpa and Grammy. Dee Dee Sharp. Singing the mashed potatoes. Dee Dee Sharp is 70 today. Now, uh, the late John Boy, you don't know this, but it used to be in rock and roll days of, of old, there were songs that were basically dances. Mashed potatoes was a dance. 
really? and it was a dance based on this song. There was actually a dance called the Mashed Potatoes. There was also a dance and a song called the Hully Gully, the Twist. The twist. Yeah, the twist. You've heard I the Twist. That, that was strictly a dance song. Uh, the Hully Gully, the Swim. Peppermint twist. I mean, there's a bunch of songs that were just dances. Was the Watusi one? The Watusi, absolutely. There you go. And this was one of my favorites, Dee Dee Sharp with the mashed potatoes. Ah, what else we got here? News Radio 106. I'm giving those tickets here in just a second. Uh, this was the day in 1776. The Second Continental Congress made the term United States official. You know what we used to be called? 1776? Huh? America. Nope. Used to be called United Colonies. And they changed it to United States in 1776 for some reason, which is interesting. All right, look out. Anyway, it's only me, 137 News Radio 1067. More newsbreaker lines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor and the Donald Trump deal. And I've got uh, Braves tickets to give away for Friday night. Four tickets, Braves game Friday night against the Mets. And fireworks after the show. It's 9 11 this coming Friday. And I got four tickets. We'll do that at uh, maybe 2 o'clock. How about that? And we'll, we've got to figure out uh, a number or color my shirt or something. We'll figure something out. Okay, first of all, uh, Pete, pick a number, and we'll see if we can give away some uh, Newsmaker Line Jim Gossett tickets for the Friday night show at the Swan Coach House. ComedyAtlanta.com is how you get tickets, and they're, uh, they're going to go fast, so make sure you get in on this. ComedyAtlanta.com for tickets for the Friday and Saturday night show at 830. Uh, here's uh, Carolyn, News Radio 1067. Hi, Carolyn. Welcome. Hi. How Ooh, are you? Uh, we're fine, sweetie. How's it going today? Oh, it's great. Excellent. Can you get which who's your favorite newsmaker line character? Do you have one? Um you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you we have a winner, I said. <laughs> I do. I, I I try to listen every day because you make me laugh. Well so that's, that's important for everyone to just laugh. Boy, especially these days, isn't it? Well, hold on, Carolyn. We'll give you these tickets. What the heck? Why not? Oh, heartbreaker. No, no, E.T. Speed Jones. Oh, that was easy. Okay. Of course, no one's even come up with a close answer of what I wanted him to do. But no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really have to work that hard to win something on a camera program. Uh, just, uh, you know, I mean, I don't like to trick people. I mean, I just want to give them away. So, anyway, thank you, the rest of you. And we'll give away some Braves tickets at 2 o'clock. 844-404-1067. The Donald has just come out with basically a threat and an ultimatum. Uh, little piece of extortion donald trump the donald says i'm not going anywhere folks and it couldn't be more true the donald has written a letter to the president of cnn jeff zucker saying the network cnn should donate profits from its upcoming gop debate to veterans groups now when they had the first debate moderated by fox news it drew 24 million viewers making it the highest rated primary debate in history and it was because of Donald Trump. There's no way that people would have watched that debate if Donald Trump had, with, what, 10 candidates? There's no way people would have watched that thing. But with the Donald on there to see what he was going to say, what he was going to do, 24 million viewers, the largest debate, primary debate TV show in history. And now he says to CNN, if you don't donate profits, I'm not coming. He says, I'm going to do the debate, but I want $10 million for charity to veterans groups. Otherwise, I'm not going to the debate. And honestly, he says, I think they'd pay me. So the Donald is telling CNN, I'm not showing unless you give $10 million to veterans groups. What's the name of the president of CNN again? Jeff, uh, Jeff Zucker. Zucker. Zucker? I barely even knew her. <laughs> the Donald. God, I love this. And also, I did not know this until last night. <clears throat> ben Carson was born in Detroit, Michigan, 
His parents were from rural Georgia. They split when he was eight years old. And Ben Carson and his 10-year-old brother, when he was eight, and brother was 10, they were raised by their single mom. And in a book that Ben Carson wrote talking about his upbringing, he recalls and admits that he had a violent temper as a young man. Once, while he was in ninth grade, a friend of his didn't want to hear a certain radio station, and Ben Carson did, so Ben Carson tried to kill him with a knife. Ben Carson, in ninth grade, tried to stab his one of his best friends to death over fighting over a radio station, but the knife broke. And eventually his mother said, that's it. No more TV for you. We're going to cut you off. If you want to do something, I'll take you to the library, and you have to read two or three books a week or something like that. And he became obsessed with education, uh, became uh, found God. He became born again or whatever the particular phrase he called it. He started reading the book of Proverbs, applying verses to his anger, saying he had a terrible, terrible temper. And he said, after he read the book of Proverbs and applied the verses to himself and his anger, he never had a problem with his temper the rest of his life. And he's so mild-mannered, that, that's the one criticism people have, is that he, just, he doesn't seem like a, you know, a tough-going president who is a leader of the country. He just seems like a nice man. He's tough. We actually have some sound of that incident with his brother. There. The sound with his brother in the fight here. I am warning you right now, if you touch my drums, I will stab you in the neck with a knife. <laughs> Ben Carson, when he was in ninth grade, actual live reenactment from the Kimmer's Hidden Secret Microphone of Ben Carson. He graduated from Yale, was offered an appointment to West Point. At Yale, he graduated and majored in psychology and got his M.D. from the University of Michigan Medical School and was uh, the resident in neurosurgery of pediatrician surgery at Johns Hopkins in Baltimore. I mean, the man is unbelievably bright. And accomplished, but he was—he uh, once tried to kill his friend in a fight over radio. With a knife, stabbed him with a knife, and it broke. Otherwise, he would have killed his buddy in ninth grade. Uh, Jeb Bush has come out with some uh, new political stuff, a new uh, tax code proposal. Coming up with that. And you'll hear more about uh, what's happened in Baltimore. This is absolutely an extortion in Baltimore. The mayor, Stephanie uh, Lierhyphen, is at it again. 142, though. I like big butts. Look out. <laughs> I never said that. Remember now, and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 106. Yes, indeedy. Hold on now. Oh, oh, this is Joan Rivers, <laughs> hey, Tony. and now here's your host, <laughs> yeah. a, a man who's looking for a woman between 35 and 50. Yeah. Any more than that, and he'll have to use his credit card. <laughs> Here he is for the time <laughs> hey, being. Wait a minute. I never have enough cash. Can't afford the pretty ones. 150, it's only me. News Regalines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor? Doctor, I didn't get a doctor out of this guy. All right, then. John McPhee of the Doobie Brothers, 65. Happy birthday, John. A couple of historical notes. Yes, was a day in 1893. Frances Cleveland, wife of President Grover Cleveland. Frances, the wife, gave birth to a daughter, Esther, in the White House. 1893, this day, it was the first and only time a president's child was born in the White House. Never happened before or since. Pretty cool. Also, in 1926, this was the incorporation, the founding by Radio Corp of America for the National Broadcorping Castration. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was, uh, National Broadcasting Corporation. 
I actually did that once a lot in the year. <laughs> Just to see if anybody got it. They did. They did. Yeah. <laughs> I got it a little later, though. So. Uh, Human Resources has a meeting with you in a minute. All right, 151. It's only the camera. News Radio 1067. Hold, hold everything. Oh, and I, got, and I, have Donald, I have Donald Trump's letter here, by the way, to CNN, which I'll read for you in a second. First, it's a newsmaker line. Good afternoon. Perfect timing, Kim. We can talk about it right now. This the, is Donald Trump. The yes. Donald, the leader. How's it going, Mr. Donald? Well, pretty much. I've sent a letter to CNN, Kimmer. Yes, sir. I'm demanding they donate all of the profits from the GOP debate to charity. Charity, yes, sir. That's you know great. what their response was? What's that, sir? What's a profit? <laughs> <laughs> the same response I got from Clear Channel, by the way, you know. <laughs> yes, apparently. Last time they turned a profit, Kimmer had a best of CD and two charity golf tournaments. We're talking about a long time ago. A long time ago, all right. Now, Matt Lauer, you see, interviewed Bruce Jenner on the golf course about oh, his transition to God. a woman. Yeah, we're in a dress. Yeah, look by the way, the, the way the guy drives, I think it's a transition to an Asian woman, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Man asks uh, Bruce if his transition is complete, <laughs> and Matt gets his answer when Jenner's tee shot doesn't make it to the ladies' tee. So. <laughs> you know the rule. <laughs> <laughs> he may be Caitlin on the outside, but Bruce is still, still hanging around in there, I think. <laughs> Matt enjoyed his round of golf with Caitlyn Jenner, Kimmer. He enjoyed his round of she golf. She helped him with a line, and after they snorted that, he even read a putt for Matt. You know, <laughs> you know Matt Lauer, you play golf with him, he tries to snort the white line off the drop zone. <laughs> well, those two packs in Gwinnett who tried to kill their parents after drugging them. Yeah, yeah. They really did their research, Kimmer. Oh, they did their research? Did you know that the drug Xanax is completely absorbed in grape soda? <laughs> <laughs> you know, police assume the Urban Brothers were prepared to make a quick getaway after killing their parents. Uh, a quick getaway, sir? Yeah, but then the boys explain they always back into the garage like that. <laughs> hey, do you like my new Jeb Bush spot? Oh, my, yeah, we're going to play it. It's a hysterical. <laughs> I love the tagline, Jeb Bush. This guy's put more people to sleep than Bill Cosby. <laughs> Kimmy's speech to the Georgia PGA went over better than Jeb Bush. <laughs> they kept walking out on me. Yeah, Jeb Bush, and I get Tom Brady to support me. He goes out and gets Gomer Manning. I'm sorry. I prefer my quarterbacks not to choke, you know? As long as you're signing up chokers, why don't you get Ray Combs to endorse you or something, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> You know, if he's not already tied up in the bed Tied up. Oh, 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 oh. I mean, Ray Combs is the kind of guy that's willing to stick his neck out for you. <laughs> hey, Kimmer, did you see where the police have stopped a busload of uh, those thalidomide Syrian refugees at the Turkish border? Stopped a busload of thalidomide. <laughs> Apparently they were up. Uh, they were trying to sneak small arms into the country. You know. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, Yowie. Oh. oh, my God. You know, weapons. Too late, isn't it? Oh, my God. Well, that's it for me. You guys have been great. Good night, everybody. Oh, Jesus in heaven. <laughs> you know, pistols. Small arms. <laughs> Too oh, late. God. <laughs> Thank you, the Donald. <laughs> My 
poll numbers just went down to 12%. Oh, man. Always an honor to have you on the show, sir. The Donald right here. Oh, man. Oh. If you're a... If, most millennials probably have no idea what we're talking about with thalidomide, but if you don't, Google it. Do you have any idea what that is, John, uh, late John Boy? I do not, no. <sighs> I almost hate to... It. Yeah, they can't. It, it, it was a drug that was used uh, decades ago in the 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever. Uh, and pr- if pregnant women took it, it was pretty much guaranteed they would have babies with horrible birth defects. Hands growing out of their shoulders... No feet. St- I mean, just horrible, horrible after effects. Uh, and, and a lot of women took things like belladonna uh, to make their eyes bigger, and that poison. did the same thing. Poison. Yeah, it's poison. Oh, it's, it was horrible. And, and it was a scam. Nobody knew. I mean, it's like nobody knew asbestos was bad for you until they found out it was. I mean, you know. And I remember I used to have a watch that glowed in the dark because it had radium on it. Yeah. Remember those radium watches? Yeah. They were a big hit. They glowed in the dark. And the reason was because they had radium on it, which is it radioactive. Madame it killed Curie. people. The people who were, killed Madame Curie. But radioactive, the people who worked in the factories that made those watches almost all died from radioactive poisoning, making watches. But nobody knew. Who knew? These thalidomide babies don't have arms. Yeah, right. Oh, it's just, oh, it was horrible. Thank God uh, we know better now. And luckily it's, you know... <laughs> You can laugh about it now, I guess. Oh, man, brutal. 157, all right. It's only the Kimmer in News Radio 1067. Yowie. Hey, guys, it's John Boy. Thanks for downloading today's Kimmer Show podcast. Be sure to tune in from noon to 3 from Monday to Friday for more fun with the whole gang right here on News Radio 1067. This is Elroy Jetson, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show, which sucks as bad in the present as it does in the future. Tune into the Kimmer, Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. Kimmer's nickname is the Arithmetic Man. Yeah, baby. He adds trouble, subtracts pleasure, divides attention, <laughs> and multiplies ignorance. Oh, wait a minute. The Kimmer <laughs> Show on News Radio 1067. Oh, hold on a second there. <coughs> That's a new core educational program. Look out, 204. It's only me. Let's give away tickets to the Braves game. Uh, fireworks after the show. Friday night, Braves and Mets. This Friday night, which is on 9-11. Fireworks after the show. And I got four tickets. If you want them, give us a call right now. We'll pick somebody. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Braves tickets for them. Braves, Mets, Friday night, this Friday night. And fireworks after the game. Uh, 205 now. And this is Oasis. On this day in 2008, Noel Gallagher of Oasis was hurt when a guy ran on stage, <clears throat> excuse me, at their concert in Toronto and slammed him into a speaker. <laughs> Just on general principle, I guess. <laughs> Why not? Uh, let's see. You know the movie Midnight Cowboy? One of the actresses in the movie, Sylvia Miles, is 81 today. I don't remember who she might have been. I have no idea. Sylvia Miles from Midnight Cowboy. You ever see that movie, John Boy? That's wasn't, a, it, wasn't that like one of the first X-rated movies? Yeah, I think it was the first. Uh, it, I think it was the first X-rated movie to win Academy, Academy Awards, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. And I, they had a huge fight over giving it an X rating. 
uh, because the the producers, of course, wanted it R because back then, this was so long ago that if it was an X rating, it was only shown in porno houses. I mean, X ratings were filthy, dirty movies, porn movies, until this one. And it was just, it was so raw and rough that they, they gave it an X rating. And it was the first X rated movie to win the Academy Award. And John Voight and uh, Dustin, not Dustin Hoffman, Al Pacino and uh, Rat, Rizzo Ratso. And uh, was it Pacino or Dustin? Wait a God, minute. God, we do this every time, don't we? It's Hoffman, it I was, think. No, it's Pacino. It's Pacino. Sure. Yeah. John Voight and uh, John Voight and Al Pacino. Hey, no, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. And yeah, it was Dustin Hoffman from uh, the Graduate. It was Dustin Hoffman. Isn't I that saw, off? I get him. I get him confused. Get him <laughs> saw the Graduate, by the way. <laughs> the Graduate. Yeah, see, cool movie, movie, right? Plastics. Plastics. <laughs> but you know that was true. That was the. Uh, believe me, there were times. I don't want to get involved in, in you know being an old man and stuff. But uh, again, if, you know, shampoo bottles were all made out of glass. Until like 1970, and so when you're taking a shower with a shampoo bottle, they would slip out of your hands and shatter and glass all over the place. Washing shampoo with kids in the bathtub was a nightmare because it was dangerous. The toothpaste tubes were made out of metal, so if you squeeze them in the middle, you lost half the tube. You couldn't undo it. I mean, really, it was plastic made an unbelievable amount of difference. Okay, uh, what else we got? Uh, do we know Sylvie Miles? We ever figure her out? I don't care. It's She's right. been in a few things, but not anything. You wouldn't know her. Yeah, no worries. All right, 207, let's get we tickets. I got Newsmaker Line sponsored by the Sliding Doctor. I got Trump's letter here, and I'm going to, if you heard his latest commercial, they don't, I haven't seen it anywhere locally on TV. I've not seen any of his commercials. I guess they're not buying them yet in the South or something, but it's a, he just, he's, he's creaming Jeb Bush. I mean, he's, he, he's emasculating Jeb Bush. Good. Absolutely. And Jeb Bush looks like a little boy who's angry and upset and going to go tell mommy to get back at him, and it's not working. Anyway, uh, right, let's give away Pete. Pete, pick a line, and we'll uh, we'll figure out how to give away tickets. Sarah. Here's Sarah on News Radio 1067. Hi, Sarah. Oh, Sarah. Sheila. Sheila. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> Sheila, Sarah, whatever. <laughs> See, Hangman is not that good on the, <laughs> on the spelling of B there for the thing. All right, Sheila, let's, uh, I have four tickets to the Braves-Mets game Friday night with fireworks on 9-11. If you can tell us who is the most hated Atlanta Brave in history by the New York Mets. Oh, a big, I'm sorry. big Atlanta Brave uh, Hall of Fame type star, uh, recently well, retired. It's, it's the one that they they call him by his real name. <laughs> yeah, they instead, sing out the name is instead of his nickname. Yeah. Oh, damn! It's, Close oh, enough. Should we give it to her? Yeah, they, oh, they, what they what they call out is they said they start chanting the Larry, 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 yeah. Larry. For Chipper Jones, because his name is Larry, yes. and they call Chipper him Larry. Jones, and and, and Chipper Jones named his kid Shay to, to rub it in the noses of the Mets fans from Shea Stadium. Anyway, Sarah, we got we have the tickets for you for Friday. Have a great oh heartbreaker. No, no, wait, <laughs> have a great time at the ball game. We have uh, Braves tickets for Sarah for yeah, Sheila. I mean yeah, Sheila. Yeah, yeah. Where's your sweetness bell now, Pete Davis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, screw you and your sweetness, Mel. Get your sticking paws off me. <laughs> the hangman came up yesterday and he said, We're going to pull a fast one. And we're going to pull a fast one on Pete Davis. He hears that stupid sweetness bell that he plays. I don't do it. Pete does it. And it comes, I don't know when it's coming. And he hits it. <laughs> yeah, hit that stupid sweetness bell that I have to calm down and say something nice. And instead, hangman said, Let's fake him out. So he did that with the way your sweetness bell. Now, I have. Yeah. Uh, well, now i got to do a sweetness spell. All right, yeah. i got one right here for you. Here's a, here's a little sweetness spell right here. <clears throat> the winner of the... <laughs> the winner of the Chicago Tribune's best tweet of the week. 
Quote, I thought my vasectomy would keep my wife from getting pregnant, but apparently it just changes the color of the baby. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 210 on News Radio 106.7. It's only the camera. 844-404-1067. Here's a, a little bit of a couple of ad, political ads that are, coming, that are being played right now. Um, uh, uh, Jeb Bush has an ad where he's uh, sort of making fun of the Donald by saying he's kind of a loudmouth. And the Donald responded with an ad of his own. And uh, if I could only fi- here we go right here's a little bit of, of Jeb Bush and the Donalds ad put together here on News Radio 106.7. We have an important choice to make about the direction of our country. If you want more DC politicians or more self promoters, you've got options. Anybody can talk. I've delivered, and I hope to earn your support. Having trouble sleeping at night? Too much energy? Need some low energy? You may have an HSA in some companies. Some companies don't. But I think the norm ought to be. Jeb, for all your sleeping needs. <laughs> when they were having the Jeb Bush comment, they showed a picture of a, this was at a Jeb Bush rally, and the video to go along with that audio when he starts talking is a woman sleeping during his rally, <laughs> during the Jeb Bush rally. And then the end of it, one of them, the Donald ad, it says, uh, they, they quote Barbara Bush saying, I don't, want another, I, don't, I don't want another Bush to be running for president. And the Trump ad says, you should listen to your mama, Jeb. <laughs> I mean, it's just, he's creaming them. He's just, he's emasculating Jeb Bush, emasculating him. And Jeb Bush is fighting back like a sissy with one hand. I mean, it's just not working. He's creaming him. And the Donald is now, I have, they have the actual letter here. Pete just got it for me. Uh, the Donald to Jeff Zucker. Zucker, barely even knew her. And he says, uh, since I've heard your rates will go even higher. Here, here we go. It was announced by numerous entertainment channels and magazines. Your ad rates, CNN for the next debate, your ad rates have gone from $5,000 to $200,000, a 4,000% increase, and will go even higher. While I refuse to brag, writes the Donald, as you very well know, this tremendous increase in viewer interest in advertising is due 100% to Donald J. Trump. (laughs) (laughs) He says, as you are aware, the first debate on Fox unexpectedly had one of the largest audience in history of cable television, 24 million, and yours will be even bigger. I'm self-funding my campaign. Therefore, likewise, you should view the second debate as a public service and not accept massive profits airing that this will generate. All the profits from this broadcast should go to various veterans group, a list of which I'll send you in the future. Uh, The veterans of our country, your finest people treated horribly by our government, and it's all talk, no action politicians. Uh, years ago, I built a Vietnam memorial in downtown Manhattan with a small group of others. I had always felt we have to be helping our veterans far more than we do. That's why my campaign is so focused on these great people who have done so much for us. A large contribution of many millions of dollars would be a truly wonderful thing for CNN to do. The Donald says if they don't give $10 million to veterans group, he's not showing up. <laughs> Talk about extortion, and I'll bet it works. I right, hold on. News break line's coming up, and Pete Davis, too, first 12 Thursday. You make me sick. You make me want to puke. But I'm really glad you called Bernie and try to call back again because it's I, always a pleasure. I never said that. I swear. The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. All right, I got now. This is our shopping. <laughs> hey, this portion of the Kim Peterson <laughs> yes, show yes, is brought to you by Straight Out of Compton. Compton. Now available on Rent to Own DVD. <laughs> now you can talk back to the screen in the privacy of your own crib. And now here's your interim host, the Kim. Oh, wait a second now. By the way, happy birthday, college football Hall of Famer, NFL star Joe Thiesman, 66. 
Joe Thiesman, when he was at Notre Dame, his name was Thiesman. And the publicity guy at Notre Dame decided to change the pronunciation to Theisman as in Heisman. And that's why you know Joe Theisman as Joe Theisman. But now, sponsored by Dawsonville Gun and Pawn, Holy Crap at Sports, and Pete Davis. Hawks player, Thabo, Tabo, Thibault, uh will go on trial October 5th. Isn't that about the time the season starts? Yeah, just about the <laughs> He's time. He's determined to prove his innocence in that case stemming from the incident when the New York police broke his leg outside <laughs> of a <the> nightclub. <laughs> so good luck with that. That'll work. Uh, Braves shut out in Philly despite a good Major League debut by starter Ryan Weber, who gave up only two runs in six innings. Look good for a young kid. I said Weber. Weber, I barely even knew her. Stump Beef Knob got the win That's for the not Phillies. The name, sir. <laughs> Rubber game tonight. Julio Tehran for us. David Buchanan, a local boy for the Phillies, pitched at Georgia State. Ken Rosenthal of Fox Sports is reporting that skipper Freddie Gonzalez has lost the clubhouse. Wait a minute. Who said this now? Fox reporter? Ken Rosenthal. That's a that's an ugly thing to say about that's a manager. That's a big thing to that's lose a, too. Yeah, that's that thing's a, huge. It's got well, no, I think they meant was that the players the, don't respect him anymore. <laughs> other so. reporters though, that, are that's denying a nasty this. thing to write. Yeah, that's not that's good. bad. The Mets. How about those Mets? <laughs> don't start with me in those Mets. <laughs> are now six games up on the Nationals after the Nats blew a seven to one lead in the seventh inning at home. Oh boy! And lost to the Metropolitans. Manager Matt Williams is toast. Yeah, that's it. Talking about losing a clubhouse. How desperate is second-year Longhorns coach Charlie Strong after getting spanked in the season opener against the Irish? He's already changing offensive coordinators after one game. He demoted the co-coordinators and has promoted receivers coach Jay Norvell on there. Charlie and Matt Williams going to have a lot to talk about. Yes, they are. The New York media keeps reporting that Giants defensive end Jason Pierre-Paul has yet to sign his $14 million offer. But what's the big deal here? The man blew all his fingers off. How can he sign anything? Yeah, it was a firecracker accident on the 4th of July. Seriously. The last episode this season of Hard Knocks aired on HBO last night, and Texans coach Bill O'Brien went out with a bang. Hey, hey, it wasn't first and goal from the 20. It's second down now. This is second down. I clocked it. Now it's third. Wake up. Third down. He clocked it. My fault. I got to wake up. I apologize. <laughs> I screwed. Tell me to go screw myself. Uh, okay, go screw yourself. We all, we all made mistakes. Push up. Wake the f- up. <laughs> I screwed up. I'm not f- up. <laughs> Whoa, whoa. Uh, sad news here. Former oh, Cardinals okay. ace Joaquin Andahar, known for his temper, yeah. died in the Dominican Republic at age 62. His former manager, Whitey Herzog, said, quote, Everybody knew he didn't operate with a full deck most of the time. <laughs> you were sitting on a firecracker every day, end quote. Yeah, he was Don't know if that's the eulogy most were expecting, <laughs> but it worked for Jason Pierre-Paul. Andujar died with complications of diabetes. Yeah. He won the Game 7 of the 1982 World Series against the Brewers, but is best known for getting ejected from Game 7 of the 85 Series against the Royals for arguing balls and strikes with plate umpire Don Dinginger. Dinginger had made the worst call in World Series history in game six yeah. by uh, first base calling a guy safe when yeah. he was out by a mile, and the Royals went on to win the game and win the series. Yeah. And yeah. The, the Cardinals got rooked on that one. Yeah. Mario Soto, president of the National Federation of Professional Players in the Dominican Republics, or Nefutapitter for short, <laughs> called Joaquin a great competitor. Ambassador Spock of the National Federation of Planets had no comment. <laughs> well, no, wait a minute. And speaking of Spock, William Shatner is weighing in, literally. Have you seen him lately? Oh, uh, yeah. Over the Kansas State band portraying the Starship Enterprise in the compromising position. 
By the way, the band leader has been suspended again by the school. <laughs> really? Shatner is offended that people would confuse his starship with a dong, saying it's obvious to him it's the Enterprise and he should know. <laughs> Holy smoke. Well, thank you, Pete. By the way, in uh, sports history on this day, 1965, Sandy Koufax of the Dodgers pitched a perfect game against the Chicago Cubs at Dodger Stadium, one to nothing. I'm glad you brought that up. 1914, Braves pitcher George Iron Davis, a Harvard Law student, pitched uh, no-no against the Phillies in Boston's South End ground. No kidding. Outstanding. And 224, News Radio 1067. I got newsbreaker lines coming up. Let me get quickly to the phones. Here's Jimmy on News Radio 1067. Hello, Jimmy. Hey, camera. What's up, man? Uh, not a whole lot. I know you get compliments all the time, but I want to tell you one quick thing. Sure. Me and my, me and my wife both are between 65 and 70. I listened to you, you know, years ago when, you know, coming home before yeah. you changed sound. Yeah. And you still tickled the hell out of us. <laughs> while ago, while ago when you said that about the, uh, the guy that had the vasectomy, <laughs> yeah, I, I, thought that, that, that tears come to my eyes and I had to go inside and tell my wife and change my depends. He thought he thought a vasectomy would stop his wife from getting pregnant. All it did yeah. was change the color of the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. 225 on News Radio 1067. Hey, Pete, this is Billy Betts. Why don't you go home and get your freaking sweetness spell? <laughs> That's another sweetness spell. <laughs> the hangman put another one in there for the sweetness spell. In fact, I got a little sweetness spell thing right. for you here right now, in fact. Uh, brand new word to add to your dictionary. Exhaustipated. Exhaustipated. Exhaustipated, meaning too tired to give a crap. <laughs> You know what a lexophile is? A lexophile is a word or words to describe those that have a love for words, such as you can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. Tune a fish. Uh, For example, uh, there were some winning submissions from a contest somewhere or another. Uh, Let's see. When fish are in schools, they sometimes take debate. Debate, see. A dentist and a manicurist got married. They fought tooth and nail. When you've seen one shopping center, you've seen them all. <laughs> seen them. Half in for... <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> police, police were summoned to a daycare center where a three-year-old was resisting arrest. <laughs> Bing, pow, pow. <laughs> Never uh, let a stranger get in your car. I mean, unless it's a seven-year-old girl. No, no, that was, that was way out of context. <laughs> Way out of context. All right, hold everything. I got news breaker lights coming up. (laughs) And also a quick email from Martha Castellanos who says, Hey, hello, Kimmer. Used to listen to you when I lived in Georgia. You named me the Cuban from Stone Mountain. I remember her. And she says, So glad to find you on the radio again, but now I'm listening to you from Paradise. Greetings and blessings from beautiful Puerto Rico. I thought she said Paradise. <laughs> Ow! It <laughs> hurts. Anyway, you can get our our podcast uh, newsradio1067.com sponsored by Showcase Photo and Video and you can hear us on the podcast which John Boy uh, puts on pretty much every day uh, from the beginning of the year. 227 on News Radio 1067. This is Raymond Burr. <laughs> Raymond. And now here's your host yes, who sir. wants to know yes. Is it wrong for a man to volunteer for a full cavity search, even when he isn't under arrest? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Here he is, Kim Peterson. Thank you so very much. 
Old pop jazz man Michael Bublé is 40 today. Happy birthday, Michael. Also, uh, the late John Boy, have you ever heard the phrase, Attica, Attica? Yes, I have. That's from one of those Al Pacino movies. <laughs> Dog Day yeah, it's a movie. Yeah, Dog Day Afternoon. But it was an actual real thing, you know. It was Prison. a real. Yeah, right. It was, well, it was on this day, 1971. Prisoners seized control of the maximum security correctional facility called Attica near Buffalo, New York. The siege claimed 43 lives. 43 dead. Attica, Attica. There you go. Also, and I got a news from Land coming right up here, sponsored by the Sighting Doctor. Uh, but first, uh, some good news if you're a Vanessa Williams fan. Vanessa Williams, the first black Miss America, and the Miss America pageant have kissed and made up. I would pay good money to see that, by the way. Uh, three decades, three decades. Was it that long ago? Holy smokes, when she was had her crown taken because of the nude photo scandal in the, the magazine that came out. Was it Penthouse or Playboy? I forgot. Penthouse, I think. Uh, Vanessa Williams, uh, she's being welcomed back to the pageant. Uh, Vanessa Williams is going to be the head judge for the Miss America pageant. <laughs> well, that's an unfortunate. <laughs> She'll be one of the top judges at the event in Atlantic City, New Jersey, which uh, was launched last night. Vanessa Williams went on to succeed in music and acting since her Miss America days, but she's now welcomed back to the Miss America pageant. We'll judge it starting right now in Atlantic City. I got it's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067, 844 1067 How about a newsmaker line? Good afternoon. Hello, who is this? <laughs> it's Charlton Heston. Mr. Heston. <laughs> Sir. Yeah. I saw where Chrissy Hine called Miley Cyrus nothing more than a two-bit sex worker. Sex worker, yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, Miley became so mad she hit Chrissy over the head with a bag of quarters. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I said she <laughs> hit her over the head. With <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're young on that rim shot, boy. <laughs> that is as late as you are to work most days. <laughs> <laughs> the late John boy. <laughs> hey, I'll be there at 9. Shows up at 20 after 10. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I'll be there at 9 Pacific Standard Time. God bless you. Thank you. Well, now it's time for a visitor from the East, the amazing Charnak the Magnificent. Charnak the Magnificent, sir. The answer is Queen Elizabeth and Ted Koppel. Queen Elizabeth and Ted Koppel. Name two people who've spent most of their lives on the throne. (laughs) (laughs) This is constipation. (laughs) The Queen just set a record for longest reigning monarch today, so there you go. 63 years. 63 years right on the throne. (laughs) Crystal Palin. And Emory University. Crystal Palin and Emory University. Name two things that produce a lot of little bastards. (laughs) (laughs) Knights in white satin. Knights in white satin. What a song has Paula Dean chosen for Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> <laughs> Knights in white satin with a torch in their hands. Come over for dinner and bring the whole clan. <laughs> I hold in my hand, ladies and gentlemen, the final album. Oh, finally. Thank you. Thank you, Ward. May Prince Shimbo use your toy poodle for a pooch kick. Oh, man. 
He scores! <laughs> it's good! The answer is Susan Smith and Henrik Stetson. Susan Smith and Henrik Stetson. Two people who were heard to say that baby's wet. <laughs> oh, oh, God! Oh, yeah! Oh, man! <laughs> you see... He was a golfer. He short in the water. <laughs> Put a ball in the water, and she had her two kids in the water. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> don't even want to remember that one. <laughs> Thank you so much. Better never than late, right? Sharnak, <laughs> <laughs> the magnificent. Oh, look out. Holy moly. By the way, you know, the Pope is going to visit Philadelphia later this month as part of his visit to the U.S. and Cuba. And now people are selling the tickets they got on eBay. There's one set of tickets going for $1,500. Wow. And a lot of others are going for between $40 and $500 to go see the Pope. And the tickets cost either 10 bucks or are free, and they're basically sold out. Uh, well, actually, they're not quite sold out, but they're going to be. There are 200,000 tickets claimed already. Anyway, uh, there's apparently there's actually a newspaper in Philadelphia that came out with a headline saying, when the Pope shows up, don't throw batteries at him. Because, <laughs> you know, they threw wow. stuff at Santa Claus. Uh, I mean, Philadelphia, man, that's a tough town. If they do that, he'll give them the hi-hat. And I had, hey, ho, I gave you a high hat right here. And I don't know whether you heard about this, but for the first, uh, third time in 100 years, somebody tried to get out of the old Harry Houdini escape attempt of being buried alive six feet underground. And the guy named Anthony Britton is known as an escapist, escapologist, and he tried it, and he almost died. He said, uh, I was seconds away from death. I had a cracked rib, minor scratches. It was scary. The soil was crushing around me. He found an air pocket, but he, every time he exhaled, the soil crushed him even more. He lost consciousness. After nine minutes, the crew that was there on standby emergency duty hauled him out from underground, and he was almost dead. In fact, we had he tried to do something once before. This idiot uh, actually locked himself in a room once with an enraged gorilla, and, uh, well, here we have the actual live uh, audio tape of what, he, what happened when he was trying to uh, pull a stunt like this. No matter what you hear in there, no matter how cruelly I beg you, do not open this door. Ah! Let me out. Let me out of here. Get me the hell out of here. <laughs> actual Kimmer's hidden secret microphone of the event itself. Here we go. Jack the big giant jumper. Oh, yeah. Oh my God, that's the audio of my video of me riding Jack when he started bucking me and trying to race. The, oh my God, no, that, we should erase that. That sounds real bad. The Kimmer Now and news, weather and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Hello, my name is Jarnak, <laughs> the Magnificent, the Magnificent and sir. this portion of our show is brought to you by yes. Jumbo Shrimp. Jumbo Shrimp. How would you introduce Chris Christie to Rand Paul? <laughs> Jumbo meet Jumbo. Shrimp. And shrimp. now here's your yeah, host, big, Charlton Hesse. Uh, you're so close, sir. You're so very close. 251, another news line coming up here in just one moment. Oh, don't forget, you can still get tickets. Uh, there's some available Friday and Saturday night, either show Friday or Saturday night, 8.30, the Swan Coach House. For the Newsmaker Line guy, Jim Gossett, his stand-up routine, and uh, Johnny Perrazzo, the comedy piano man, will be there, too. And I'll be there Saturday night at the Swan Coach House. Get the tickets, ComedyAtlanta.com. ComedyAtlanta.com. 
The Newsmaker Line guy, Jim Gossett, Friday and Saturday this week. 2.52, and this was the day in 1995, China Phillips of Wilson... <laughs> China Phillips of Wilson Phillips married actor William Baldwin. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Freddie Weller from Paul Revere and the Raiders is 68 today. And uh, uh, let's do a... Oh, by the way, the guy who, uh, uh, who came up with Marmaduke, the uh, cartoon... The artist who drew Marmaduke for 60 years, Brad Anderson, just passed away. He was 91. Yep. And when he started getting frail, his son took over. He was a Navy man during World War II. Marmaduke was in 600 newspapers in 20 countries. Marmaduke was very clever. 91 years old, Brad Anderson. Rest in peace. 253. A newsmaker line. Good afternoon. Friends, this is Larry King with an important message from Sunsort. Hey, Larry, welcome. How's it going? Do you find yourself complaining of stiff joints? I know I don't. Not at my age. <laughs> no arthritis for you, Larry. Hey, mind your own business, Sunsort. <laughs> Get personal. <laughs> hey, I got a joke for you. All right, sir. Here's Larry with a joke. Okay, this Jew, this Catholic. No, no, this whoa, whoa, no. <laughs> I don't think we can... Do that, sir. How many Rock 100 uh, morning show staffers does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know, sir. I don't. At least eight more than you really need. (laughs) (laughs) Big studio. Twelve. You got a problem with that? (laughs) Well, as you mentioned, County Clerk Kim Davis up there in Kentucky is relieved to have regained the freedom, Kimmer. Freedom, yes, sir. Well, not. Total freedom. There is that invisible fencing that keeps her from wandering over to the neighbor's yard and stuff, you know. Oh, oh, man. John Boy knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) He lost three girlfriends before he bought invisible fencing. (laughs) They just wandered off. (laughs) Especially in the spring, you know. Chasing rabbits or something. I don't know. But it has to be a relief, seriously, for yes. Kim Davis to yeah. be back home, you know, yeah, home. sleeping under her own bed, eating out of a bowl with her own name on it. You know, I mean, <laughs> got that going for her. Man, which is nice. <laughs> well, the Census Bureau's come out with their annual list of the most popular baby names. Yeah, popular baby names. Yeah. yeah, for girls, it's Emma and Olivia. Okay. The least popular baby girl names for 2015 are Ashley and Madison. <laughs> 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 By the way, that uh, wife of that Ashley Madison subscriber, Hall County Commissioner Jeff Stowe, yeah, his wife. wife's going to be on my podcast tonight. She's written a new book, Kimmer. Oh, what's the new book, sir? Men are from Mars, My Husband's a Penis. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she's not uh, buying the curiosity story. <laughs> yeah, wink, just wink. curious, honey. Larry King, see you tonight, all four of you. Thank you to Larry King with a carrot. Thank you, Larry. Always an honor. <laughs> Look out. Great column in a uh, advertising a- or a newspaper from North Carolina. A woman named Celia Rivenbark wrote an article saying, uh, I mean, you've heard of everything, including the Florida woman who got in an accident doing 45 miles an hour. Her reaction time was slowed down because she was grooming herself to pay instead of paying attention to the road. Uh, it turns out that she was uh, giving herself a bikini shave while she was driving, and she asked her ex-husband, who was in the passenger side, to hold the wheel for her while she was uh, shaving her bikini area. And she was shaving because she wanted to make herself presentable, ready for her date. Hi, I'm my 
And her ex-husband was driving. Uh, yeah, driving. Uh, yeah, and she was. She, she crashed into the car. And this article, the woman says, uh, "You wanted to look. She wanted to look her best. Except, well, we've seen her, her mugshot. She appears to have a face that would stop a clock and raise hell with small watches. Bless her heart. <laughs> oh, and her car had been seized. She had no insurance. Oh, and no driver's license and on probation. She's a flipping lunatic. In an article, a comment, a lady shaving on her way to her date. All right, look out. Two at 56. It's a Cheryl, the respectability news. You go to Semper Fi. Hoorah. Herp. Look out. Hey guys, it's John Boy. Thanks for downloading today's Kimmer Show podcast. Be sure to tune in from noon to three from Monday to Friday for more fun with the whole gang right here on News Radio 1067. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.